breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Hershey says it won't beat Halloween demand this year. Even worse, Candy Corn says it will. Experts say robots will rule the world by 2060, which sounds scary, but remember, the other options is that humans continue ruling it. The Mega Millions winner has yet to be revealed, but you can go ahead and rule me out since I showed up to this dump today. Prospector ruins everything, even the news. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. All right, let's be honest. What's more annoying, having to listen to your neighbor's dog barking nonstop or having listened to the Baja men nonstop? Who let the dogs out? Yeah, good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. This woman might just be my hero. A woman in Australia is going viral after she went on TikTok and complained about her neighbor's dogs. The dogs would constantly bark till like 3 in the morning. She said this has been going on for months, and when she tried to talk to the neighbors, they said the dog was too old, so they wouldn't be able to do anything to stop it. All it took was a little motivation, because the woman set up a speaker by the fence and started blaring this when the dogs barked. Yeah. So, <laughs> she actually added other songs later on to the dog playlist and did it on repeat. Well, that did the trick. In an update, she said it's been four months now, and she hasn't heard the dog for more than 10 minutes at a time. She says, quote, I think I got the point across. I think I got a brand new hero. Did it seem quicker when you were a kid or quicker now? Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. It's already August. Yeah, the time is flying by, but here are some things to look forward to this month. On TV, Beavis and Butthead, brand new episodes. First in a decade, hit Paramount Plus this week. Plus, the new Game of Thrones spinoff, House of Dragons, starts later this month on the 21st. I know my wife is pumped about that. In movies, Bullet Train with Brad Pitt and Sandra Bullock. Uh, also, 3,000 Years of Longing on the 31st. And on August 19th, Beast in sports. And I didn't realize this was this soon. The NFL preseason gets started Thursday, this Thursday, when the Jaguars and Raiders battle it out on NBC. Yeah, and the U.S. Open of Tennis starts on August 29th. And finally, the holidays. Well, it's obviously National Back to School Month, which many parents have been looking forward to since back in June. But how about Wednesday, National Grab Some Nuts Day? I'm assuming the kind of legumes you would eat. Friday, International Beer Day. Woohoo! And on the 20th, please be sure you celebrate National Radio Day. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A seven-year-old named Messiah Brown saved a three-year-old boy from drowning in Sacramento, California last month. He was swimming in the pool at his complex when he saw the kid floating at the bottom, so he pulled him up, people did CPR, and the kid was breathing again by the time paramedics got there. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Oh, yeah. Now he's sorry. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. On Friday, Will Smith put out a five-minute video where he apologizes for slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. Look, it seems sincere, but it also took him six months to put it out. The video is titled, It's Been a Minute, and it has. Actually, it's been about... 244,000 minutes since the Oscars. So now that he's apologized for that, there are some other things Will Smith wants you to know he's sorry about. Here now, the top five other things Will Smith is sorry about. 
Number five, bringing DJ Jazzy Jeff into the public consciousness. Top five other things Will Smith is sorry about. Number four, Men in Black 2. Number three, what he did to the original Aunt Viv. Top five other things Will Smith is sorry about. Number two, Men in Black 3. And the number one thing Will Smith is sorry about, Willow and Jaden. Yeah, great. Now I'm going to get slapped. You've been telling me this for years. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. And I've ranted about it for decades. But maybe, maybe I was, maybe I was, maybe I was wrong. For years, every time someone said, they always go in threes. I'd launch into a tirade about how famous people don't die in threes. And we as humans just like to look for patterns where there are none. I talk about how you need to define parameters and the like to establish a pattern. But maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. Over the weekend, we lost three, three beloved old school celebrities. Nichelle Nichols died of heart failure on Saturday at the age of 89. She was in Star Trek, the original series, and in many of the Star Trek movies, she was one of the first black women to be featured in a major TV show. And from 1977 until 2015, she volunteered her time to promote NASA programs and help recruit diverse astronauts, including women and minorities. She also suffered a minor stroke in 2015, and in early 2018, she was diagnosed with dementia. That's number one. Number two, NBA legend Bill Russell died yesterday at the age of 88. No cause of death was released. He wasn't well enough to present the NBA Finals MVP trophy back in June because of a long illness. Bill was the cornerstone of the Boston Celtics dynasties in the 60s. They won eight straight titles and 11 overall during his career. He was a player coach in his last few years with the Celtics. He later coached the Seattle Supersonics and the Sacramento Kings. In 2011, President Obama awarded him the Presidential Medal of Freedom for his accomplishments on the court and in the civil rights movement. And then finally, number three. Yeah, number three. Actress and comedian Pat Carroll passed away from pneumonia on Saturday at the age of 95. She was best known for providing the voice of Ursula the Sea Witch in Disney's original animated The Little Mermaid. She also appeared on tons of TV, including The Carol Burnett Show, ER, and several Broadway shows. So yeah, three famous people, one weekend. Maybe they do die in threes. Maybe I was wrong. Crazy cat ladies are dying to get a seat at this place. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. You're not going to get a table. Don't bother trying, I say. Stop being a prude. Eat the real thing. I'm talking about Fancy Feast Cat Food. The brand, Fancy Feast, is opening a pop-up restaurant in New York next week where all the food is based on their cat food flavors. It's called Gatto Bianco, which means white cat in Italian. And they've got a, a big fancy chef to come up with dishes for humans based on Fancy Feast recipes. Only 16 people are going to eat, eat there over two days, so it's not like a, it's going to be there for a while. It's a pop-up. It's a gimmick. I think the food should have to come out of one of those little things. You have to peel a tab back and they plop it on your plate and mush it up with a knife and then hand it to you. That's what I think it should happen. But the main courses include things like uh, salmon with uh, saffron risotto. Is it saffron? I'm a meat and potatoes guy. I don't know. Uh, baked sea bass with capers and olives and braised beef with spinach and polenta. And there's some ingredients I'm sure cats would be ungood with. They'd be toxic for them in the desserts, like lemon pan, uh, uh, lemon, what is it? Lemon panna cotta. 
which is espresso ice cream and chocolate-covered almond cake. Now, cats can't have lemon, coffee, or chocolate, so that would be bad. You want to snag a spot, you got to visit their page on opentable.com this Thursday starting at noon to go to the Fancy Feast restaurant. To me, not even worth it. Not even the best cat food-based restaurant. No, no. Give me meow mix or give me death. I mean, after all, that's the one cats come running for. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to eat meow mix. I'm just saying if there's a cat food-based restaurant I'm going to, keep the fancy crap and I'll go for chicken. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. Sometimes a criminal feeds off an intense amount of adrenaline. Other times the source of energy is, well, Red Bull. A 27-year-old woman in Las Vegas named Angela Sharp went to Costco last week and ran out with a shopping cart full of Red Bull. She got multiple cases worth more than 100 bucks. She ran to a getaway car, and her and a male accomplice loaded the Red Bull in and sped off. An employee called police and said the same two people stole Red Bull the previous week, and that time it was more than two dozen cases worth around 2,500 bucks. Police believe they also attempted to steal Red Bull cases at two other places in recent weeks, but only one was successful. Cops finally caught up with them last Thursday when their car was spotted. Angela was driving and she led cops on a high-speed chase, clocking more than 100 miles per hour. It lasted about 15 minutes when they finally pulled over and got out. Police found nearly 200 cans of Red Bull inside the car and trunk. Angela told police she did it because she was, quote, addicted to Red Bull, end quote. Both Angela and the accomplice were arrested. She's facing charges of disobeying a police officer, robbery, and burglary is being held on $25,000 bail. Surprising she wasn't deemed a flight risk because, hello, Red Bull gives you wings. hey The accomplice faces charges of attempted burglary and robbery, and he's being held without bail due to a prior felony. Nominee number two. This is almost like a scene from a World War II movie, except set in rural Missouri, present day. The pilot of a crop dusting plane was doing his thing last month when he started taking fire. Someone was shooting at him, but he didn't realize it yet. He noticed a 62-year-old guy on the ground named Donald Bates Jr. who lived next to the farm he was crop dusting. Donald had walked out of his house and kept flipping off the pilot. Turned out he was angry the plane was flying so low and close to his house. Now the pilot could see he was holding a shotgun in one hand, so he decided to leave the area, crop dust a different farm nearby just to avoid any drama. But when he landed at an airport later on, he noticed a leak from his fuel tank due to a bullet hole. He also found another hole in the nose cone, so he reported it to cops. Donald admitted he'd been holding a gun to intimidate the pilot, but he claimed he never fired any shots. A witness said they heard up to 15 shots, though, so police arrested him. He's facing attempted murder charges. And the winner is... The guy who tried to shoot down a crop duster who flew too low and too close to his house. You are the Yam Bag of the Day, and we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day. Weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.